Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Rob Breckenridge in for Angela Kokoff for this hour once again this week. As you've been hearing, uh, an appellate panel has found yet again uh, that Alberta's beer grant system combined with the higher markup rates uh, constitutes a violation of the agreement on internal trade uh, and they've been ordered to uh, address that. Joining us to talk about the findings where the Alberta government goes from here is Finance Minister Joe Sisi. Minister, thank you so much for joining us here. Yeah, that's okay, Rob. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I mean, look, obviously a uh, disappointment from your perspective. You you would appeal this. Uh, but I guess the question now is, is how do you plan on responding? Well, we're currently reviewing the decision, of course, and considering the options that are going to allow us to continue to support the craft brewing industry in Alberta. We're, so, you know, that means we're looking at what the, uh, the decision was and uh, we're looking at what options might be available to us. But, all, you know, all in all, we want to continue to support a craft brewing industry in this province, uh, an industry that has uh, grown to 46 new breweries have opened since the summer of 2016, Rob, and many plan, many more plan to open their doors. So we're on the right track. Uh, we may not have the right program in place, but we'll get the right program. Uh, now, what about the argument, though, that, that you were warned that we'd be in this situation, that by linking the, the subsidies to, to sales and production volume, that it essentially constituted a, a lower tax rate for Alberta brewers? You know, what I do know is that we maintain in this province the most open liquor market in the entire country with over 4,000 listed beer products and over 21,000 listed liquor products. So we're doing something, we're doing lots of things right in this province, uh, Rob. Other provinces, frankly, have non-tariff barriers in place that prohibit uh, Alberta liquor and beer from getting into them easily and, and smoothly, and, and that's not right. So why aren't we fighting those? Well, you know, I'm going to consider all my options, as I said, and that is one of the options, to look at those non-tariff uh, barriers that are erected by other problems, things like tasting panels uh, that are subjective at best and uh, discriminatory, uh, you know, at worst. Um, things like onerous and costly application processes in other provinces, and things like... Uh, you know, shelf space restrictions for out-of-province liquors and beers. So the goal, number one, Rob, is to get our industry going, and it is going as a result of the program we had in place, and we'll consider now, uh, based on the results from the AIT panel, what uh, would be in the best interest of the industry going forward. Are you planning on lowering the markup rate? Because it seems to me if, uh, if these breweries lose these subsidies, then they have to pay the full 125 a litre markup rate. That would mean a very likely increase of prices. You know, uh, there was one uh, um, uh, person there at my scrum just about an hour ago who said if we got rid of the program, the industry wouldn't survive. Uh, so we need to find a way to make this industry not only survive but thrive and that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're looking at all the options, of course, and uh, that's what I'm going to take the time over the next uh, months to do. Because, of course, this all comes amid uh, burgeoning trade war where the price of aluminum is, is going mm-hmm. up as a result of tariffs. And for 
well, breweries, for example, that put their product in cans, that, that's another cost they're having to absorb right now. Oh, you know, that's something that hasn't been raised to me yet, of course. Uh, we'll have to consider that. Um, the, uh, you know, the industry, the small brewer development industry, has spawned so many businesses. One of them is a canning uh, industry. So there are people who just do canning. Uh, now for small uh, microbrews because they don't have their own equipment to do that. And so there's canners out there who have started up business. There, of course, is the microbrews, and there's uh, 46, as I said, since summer 2016. There is malt production um, and barley production in this province, and many people are getting employed. Uh, many people are enjoying the benefits of this industry, and they're not drinking as much macro beer or beer that, uh, you know, they're, they're developing a flavor for the micros, and all of that's happening. Right. Now, the, the other thing that's been pointed out by this panel is that th- there are other programs available to, to help upstart brewers, and that, that a lot of them aren't aware of those programs or taking advantage of those programs. So why aren't we doing a better job in making sure that there is that awareness. Well, I, as I said, I'm going to review the decision. I haven't read the entire decision myself. People are reading it. Uh, we're aware of it. Uh, we're going to consider the options and the directions in the decision, and uh, we're going to do the best uh, possible thing we can in the interests of Alberta craft brewers. Uh, we've made sure that, uh, uh, as I said, this industry is a nascent industry. It's starting. It's viable. But we want it to thrive. It's it's, it's important for diversification. It's important for jobs and investment. And uh, frankly, those are all good things. Uh, we'll we'll uh, look at this program the way it is now and and make sure it complies in the future. Okay. So just to clarify, then, if if the AIT or this panel has ruled that the the grants violate. The agreement, does that mean that the grants cease immediately or will they remain in place until you make a a further decision? No, I I believe the AIT has given us six months to consider and to bring in uh, a compliant program and we'll do that. So some kind of grant program might still be in the offing here, one that can maybe meet with our, our obligations. Well, we have to comply with the, AIP, the AIT decision, and we will do that. Uh, we have a number of options that we're considering. I'm not going to speculate on what that will mean for uh, the program we, we bring in, but I want you know, this, the Alberta brewers know that we're going to continue to support the industry's growth and have their backs through this, uh, and we'll get out the other side together. What about other options? I mean, one example they do in, in BC, although um, the Americans have taken aim at it, is uh, that they allow BC wine and only BC wine to be sold in, in grocery stores. What about making Alberta beer available in grocery stores? Uh, well, we will uh, consult with brewers in this province. I think that would be a good first step to see what they think is in uh, compliant and in their interest to continue to make this industry viable. Uh, we're going to look at every option to make that happen. Um, you know, frankly, I, I, uh, I know that uh, Alberta... Uh, brewers and, and liquor manufacturers have significant difficulty going into other provinces. And this is not right, but, uh, you know, no one's taking a look at what those other provinces are doing to uh, benefit their local markets, but they are. Why is it, though, that, that there needs to be that kind of support? What, what's holding back uh, breweries from, from thriving in Alberta absent government subsidies? Because of the actions of other provinces. Um, we will 
talk more with brewers, of course, but when I talk with, uh, you know, them, they say, we have tried to get into Saskatchewan. We tried to get into B.C. They won't let us. Uh, and as I said, we have the most open market in the entire country with 4,000 listed beer products alone in this province. Uh, and, and so we have a half-page application, and I think you need 50 bucks. And then you can get a skew for your beer here from out of province into this province. That's not the case in other provinces. But does that concede the point then that, that the purpose of the, the grants was to give Alberta breweries uh, a price advantage or a competitive advantage? No, the point was to see a, a, a small, almost non-existent industry develop um, because of the important diversification uh, goals that they meet. We, we uh, believe that this industry got a jump start as a result of uh, the work we're, we're doing and agriculture. Uh, but agriculture got a jump start as well. I, I told you about uh, barley manufacturers and malting companies that uh, have specialized from the great barley we find here and yeast and hop, well not yeast, hop, hop uh, growers that are starting to happen and canners that are starting to support small micros in the canning of their products and uh, kegging their products. These are all great things that weren't happening before that happened as a result of our government. Now we need to to address the AIT uh, decision and we will. Um, and we'll do that within the time limit of allotted to us. Okay. Minister Cece, thank you for joining us here today. Appreciate it. I appreciate it too, Rob. Thank Take you. Care. Joe Cece, Alberta's Minister of Finance. So I, I think as you heard there, uh, they haven't quite figured out what to do in response to this. Uh, but I think they have to to adjust within these realities. They're going to need to come up with something uh, that ensures that we're not in violation of the agreement on internal trade. And I think Derek Frum from the Canadian Constitution Foundation did a good job of kind of articulating where that might be without knowing for sure how uh, these panels might view any kind of subsidy. If that's something the Alberta government believes is necessary, uh, there's a way of doing it where it's not a de facto lower tax rate, not linking it to to sales or output, for example, as a startup grant or, or something along those lines, or tax incentives, someone else suggested on the tax line. Or even just simply lowering taxes across the board or just make this a more attractive place to, to do business, the beer business or whatever business. But it is true that we have much more crowded shelves in Alberta than anywhere else in the country. Brewers in other provinces face much less in the way of competition. It's pretty easy to get into the Alberta market and Albertans have more selection than anybody else in the country by far. Uh, but we're not the cheapest either, or anymore, anywhere near the cheapest. And is that hurting Alberta breweries too, the cost of beer? Certainly, as Joe Cece says, the industry's been growing. But there's a, a real concern then that if uh, the subsidies are gone and the full markup rate applies, that, that's a big problem.